Welcome to the Circle Unofficial Podcast with me, Seamus, and we've still got rid of Paddy for another day, so we are lucky to have Keen Sullivan from Sissy That Pod join us. Hey, thanks for having me on. I've been obsessed with the show, but listen to podcasts every day. I've heard that Paddy has been demoted to your second favourite Circle player ever. I mean, I feel like I'm in the middle of some, some beef. And I feel like every day he just keeps getting lower and lower. <laughs> Yeah. Because on the show today we actually have Billy, um, recently blocked player, um, also my dog clippity clopping in the background. <laughs> we also have him on the show. So actually, in fact, Paddy is now being placed third. I actually heard that even though he's your geezer gal, you rated him sixth. Oh, we'll get to that later. But <laughs> whoa. So first of all, let's talk about the season as a whole. Yes. Are you loving it so far? What are your thoughts? I am enjoying it, but I something I didn't notice is. I feel with season two, or so for season one, everyone was just kind of nice playing people. We were kind of more interested in the catfish. The elevation into season two, I kind of felt was because we were interested more in the individual people. Like Paddy had a really good reason to go on. Woody had a really good reason to go on. Georgina, you know, and they were kind of more interesting than the catfishes. This year, nobody who's not a catfish has a really good story to be on there. So I kind of find that a bit disappointing. Yeah, you know, and I think... That was a huge thing last year. Mm. It, was, it wasn't really about the players or like what good TV. It was more about, it kind of felt like a bit, you know, when you're like going to a beauty pageant and you kind of have to have your mission. Yeah. You know, my mission is to help all the young th- girls. Like mm. it felt like everyone had to have like a mission and a message last year more than this kind of built out character. But I think like as a social experiment, they didn't just be like, isn't it cool people are catfishing? There was also like, Woody wants to see what life is like without people knowing about his rich parents. And Paddy wanted to see what life like when he didn't have that initial judgment, yes. you know? They were they were using the game to try see what life would be like in another way. And no one's doing that who isn't a catfish this year. Like people whose stories like Tally has ADHD, Manrique is proud of her dad. They're fun stories, but like you could be in any sort of reality format to say that it didn't have to be the circle this is true this is true <laughs> and what do you think about this year where it's like you know it's not as nicey nicey kumbaya as paddy likes yeah. to say you know they <laughs> you know the circle is kind of playing a bit more of a part of trying to stir the drama and not just let it naturally unfold yeah i don't necessarily mind it but i just i feel like as a producer you should be giving everyone an even opportunity to win and i don't necessarily feel like the the mission that james got just because he got lost in a stupid game I didn't think it was fair I would have felt like if there was a rating and he came last and then he was given that mission that's fair enough do you know what I way? yeah so and then with the tally thing I suppose like they could choose somebody but I just feel the circle has kind of shafted a few people now that will really r- ruin their opportunities to win whereas in the past people shafted themselves by identifying little mix or you know stuff like that Little mix. Yeah. <laughs> I love Schneider. But it's been good though, and like the cloning twist was great. Great. Mm. I, I think it's brilliant. I think throw in even more twists and turns. Yeah. Get rid of somebody every hour. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> new players constantly. Yeah. It's just revolving a constant door. <laughs> revolving door. And it's like, who's next? <laughs> um so let's talk about tonight's episode. Um so kind of how it ended last night and started today was very much based around the new Circle Romance, mm. the official pairing of Manrika and Felix. Natalia, Natalia is a, is she's a Bond villain. She is like cold behind the eyes, remorseless. Like she's fantastic. But, you know, I wouldn't tr- like she kind of gives me the chills a bit. I'm like both like really in admiration of her, but also terrified. Totally. And not once is she like, 
oh, I feel really yeah. bad for doing this to a girl or doing it to Manrika. She's just like, oh, that's I mad. feel like this is weird yeah. waking up this morning. That's mad. I've just led this poor girl on and I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> like, not once has she even blinked. No, but I will say, speaking of Felix, somebody did find their Instagram and sent it to me before we started recording. Oh. Not a lot of other people have, I've noticed. Uh, yeah, there's some. There's lots some of great pictures straps. on there. Yeah, I can imagine. There's <laughs> lots of great pictures on there. If you want to DM us, we'll we'll sell you his Instagram <laughs> handle. Um, Mark Zuckerberg we'll, is calling. Yeah, <laughs> we'll start a bidding war right now. Um, but yeah, so, that's strange. I don't know if I if I was in the circle and I saw that, I was like, lads, come on! Like, I would cringe so much the idea of a circle boyfriend and. I think you're starting to see the cracks in Manrika's game plan that she's fallen for this. Yeah. And I think, I, I think it's really bad for Natalia to be the instigator of it. Do you know if it happened to you and you were a catfish mm. like Kate in season one, you know, wasn't really like leading Dan on. She was just being his mate. Yeah. But this, I'm like, you're taking this too far. Relax. Mm. And I thought the, the bit about Kate uh, and Dan was interesting because it kind of fed into that narrative of like with heterosexual opposite sex people that like, can they just be friends without them being a couple? Like that's always a, a difficulty. Whereas this, they're just like, oh yeah, let's make it official. And they both, yeah. well, Manrika seems to be lapping it up. Lapping it up. But then we did, did you watch the American version? Mm-hmm. Of um, was oh, it, Joey and Miranda. Joey? <laughs> Joey and Miranda. <laughs> Poor Miranda, now she didn't have a lot between the ears, to be fair. No. Sorry, like, Brian. That's... <laughs> so, so, Miranda, I know you're listening. Uh, sorry about that. He doesn't mean it. I'll edit she... that out. Don't I worry. Mean... <laughs> She's the <their> biggest fan. <laughs> no, but I mean, poor like, Miranda didn't come across. Like, if she seemed like she was looking for what Joey was selling, you know? She didn't really have a lot of sort of let's stop and assess the situation. Yeah. Um, so after that, then we had a chat with Dot, Andy, Saeed. And this was kind of Dot's chance to really, you know, show them that she's not a normal 85-year-old granny. She's actually this kind of cool granny that likes Botox, <laughs> going to the gym, may even get a boob job. I think she went a bit step too far because yeah. it doesn't reflect how she looks in her pictures. Yeah, I think that was the wrong avenue to go. Like, I would have probably went more like, oh, when I was a younger girl, you know, I was a hippie and I used to do this and that, you know, and I shifted John Lennon. Something like that's <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> because that's believable. <laughs> I would 100% believe that. Whereas like, oh, I'm going to try to be edgy. I get Botox. I, I thought that was a, a misfiring. Yeah, like if her pictures kind of look like she is a glam granny, I'd be like, fair, she mm. probably does get Botox, but it doesn't. <laughs> like, she's not that glam. She's got a bit of a perm. Her clothes aren't that great. Um, Yeah, it was a bit unbelievable. And I know we don't probably see all the conversations she has, but she doesn't seem to have played a particularly strong game. Like, seems to be very passive. And I kind of feel with an older woman, that might be kind of forced into that standpoint. Yeah. And I think this is kind of her trying to get out of that. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. And have a bit more of a voice, which I hope to see more because I think um, I think he's a great character. Like he plays her really yeah. well. Um, me and names. Uh, yeah. What's his name again? Steve. Mike. Scott. <laughs> Scott. That's it. <laughs> I knew it was kind of like, you know, a, like a regular name. Yeah. <laughs> like Steve Scott. Um, then we had a chat with Andy and Gemma, mm. which... 
you know, open up a kind of a lot of usually everyone tips toes around the idea of like trying to hint at asking questions if they're catfish is not for Andy straight in there. Are you catfish? I appreciate it. And I, I've noticed, I think it was once with Billy and this one with Andy, James gets proper aggro when he's confronted. Like he doesn't seem to take it well. Generally, you might see Hashu like laugh if he said something or a bit caught out. Like he doesn't take it seriously. James like takes it seriously and he gets aggro when people question him um and i don't think he did a particularly good job batting it off like i probably would have said something more along the lines of like i mean i feel if you're asking that like there's no way i can convince you but i 100 percent am the person who i am and i can't wait for us to go and do something on the outside or whatever yeah like i don't think it was like essentially to me because andy was like that's all i need to hear i was like did he not pretty much just say I'm a catfish? <laughs> you know, like in not so many words, he didn't say like, trust me, things I've said are truthful. I won't mention catfish again. I'm like this, like this to me just shows that Gemma's like, hey, I'm a catfish, but I'm going to stick out for you. I'm going to make sure you're here to the end. Yeah, I don't think but, when Andy said that's all I need to hear, I don't think it was because I now believe you. I think it was more of a, OK, you've laid your stake. You're willing to lie to my face. Or else you tell them the truth. You're either one of the two. I know which boxes you're you're going to be in now. Do you know? Oh, then that made way more sense. <laughs> but I love the line where James was like, you, you know, they think it's Gemma, but it's just two bulldogs and a penis. <laughs> That's a high self-esteem there. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even mention any of the muscles he has as well. He obviously spends years on. Yeah, and he was on TV. He's mm. got loads more. Yeah, to absolutely. Him. He's got two bulldogs, a penis. <laughs> he used to be on TV and muscles. <laughs> he knows Ulrika Johnson. I mean, come on. <laughs> Where is Ulrika Johnson now? Uh, she won How Celebrity can... Big Brother, and then, and then I never saw her again. Yeah, but you'd think she'd be rolling out in the ice or doing a few things of Strictly. <laughs> she doesn't need to. Oh yeah, probably not. So then it was portrait mode and we all know from season one, this mm. is an opportunity to stir absolute shit. Yeah. Because you get to paint a picture, but it's completely anonymous. And I love the way the circle edits it because they show you all kind of the nice ones first and then it just steadily gets worse and worse and worse. So the first one was a portrait by Manrika and that was painted by Said. It was a unique little snowflake. Mm. Like, and I think by the wording, everyone knew it was Said. Yeah, and he said, I hope it got across that it was the 70-year-old drawing it. I'm not convinced that he did that. No. But I think it was good to, if you have somebody easy that you're not going to be a snake about, I would be like making sure people knew it was me. So I think, so I think that was clever. Yeah. Because then so people will rule out that he didn't do any, any of the shady stuff, which will look good for him. Yeah, and also he just loves Manrika. He does. So, oh, I have to like, say, obsessed with he's, her. he's so cute. Like that he's just gonna be great. licking the painting, <laughs> sleeping with it. Good night, my sweet little snowflake. <laughs> I really wish they become a couple outside. I, I, I oh, want that. I really want that, and I think mm. they would make a gorgeous couple. Yeah, I think so too. Um, then the next one was a portrait of Vitam, and that was painted by Andy. Um, yeah, this was a bit grand. Circle siblings. It was cute. It was really nice. What What you'd expect? I, I think it's kind of showing that Viton isn't really blossoming as much as he was in the, in the wild be, in the, at the start because he hasn't really progressed what they know about him more than just his profile photos. Yeah, yeah. You Which know? is sad because I think he had the potential to be like Shuby from the US mm. one. You know that kind of geeky. 
like more about the statistics of it than actually the game playing yeah and um, bringing like intelligence to the game but yeah he's getting a bit lost and i hope i hope he kind of comes out a bit more gets a bit more airtime on the topic of coming out i was wondering was he going to come out to Gemma and earlier on in the episode because i mean i don't know his sexuality but he does have a jar of letters that are sorted in rainbow pattern i have noticed that so i was wondering whether we'll see that i happen. thought that was going to be his chance and because mm. it was asked in a really nice way of yeah. like um do you have a special someone yeah but then when he said will you set me up with somebody i was like oh yeah i mean maybe not. he's not out he doesn't want to come out on tv like tim or whatever you know so yeah you never know um then dot's portrait was painted by felix it was really good it was, it was really amazing. good and i actually think one of the only areas in natalia's falling down is i think she's drawing too well i think this is this one wasn't too bad because it was anonymous but when she was doing the like the pictionary round i was like you're drawing too well for a boy and i mean of course i mean boys can draw well but like this is the circle Everyone lives in stereotypes when they're trying to suss each other out. I was like, this is a red flag, but she managed to get away with it. Surprisingly, because mm. in any other season, and even, you know, when Tally's talking about how bad hers is, she's like, it's a boy. Yeah. But nobody picked up on that. And, you know, Felix was like grey painting, winky face, pretty much said it was him. Yeah. I Which was again, so worried when you would do you, if it was a good photo. You'd be like, I'm taking credit for this. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't want to be the shady one. And also, I'm like, I'm a really good artist, yeah. you know, look at me. <laughs> um, then Andy drew a picture or Tally drew a picture of Andy and it was <laughs> Andy dancing on an NHS pole. <laughs> as you do, that's his job. That was a fun um, one though. And she did a good job with that as well. But she did a great, like very really like, good. Like fit on, there, was, there, wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot there. But yeah. Fun. Um. Then it was a uh, portrait of shady, Felix. Right? Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Felix by Gemma and it was pretty much like I'll pump anything and then Manrika got a bit angry at that I'm mm. like god you're not married guys <laughs> like don't look into everything yeah um, I mean it was definitely a bit of a dig um, and then James was like wasn't a dig I'm just saying that blah 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 blah, blah. I mean come on yeah come on, <laughs> come on. it was um, a good drawing th- though to be fair boys can draw obviously because James did a good job yeah, and I actually mentioned it on the podcast the other day to Patty, but I got an A in my junior start art. Here you go. Don't know how. Pretty much traced everything. Can't be done. Can't be done. Um, then the things start to get a yeah. bit more sinister. Visham does a portrait of Saeed, says that he's... Um, it, it's quite a subtle picture of him being a catfish. It was, and it was almost an attest. It was not like, subtle at all. <laughs> but for an older... Like, it was just loads of lights, wasn't it? Or, like, around just, like, a younger picture. Do you think an older man would have got that that was a catfish? Yeah, I think everyone would have known it was a catfish. Like, look at the format you're in. If it was somebody holding up a picture of somebody else... I would be like that's that's a catfish. This is true. Like what? Like what else is it? Yeah. You're in the circle. <laughs> you're like... either being nice, you're calling them a catfish, and Vincent, that is a catfish. And I mean, he was like, oh, that was such a subtle hint. No, it wasn't Vincent. Like, you're deluding yourself. And I was surprised by that move from Vincent. And I wasn't it really interesting how Hashu caught him out so quickly. He is as sharp as attack. Vincent wrote for something, and he was like, that was Vincent. He wrote in his little journal. So Vincent is in trouble. Yes so quick mm. and he's right and you could really tell but who was commenting on each one yeah um who it was um do you think it's better then, to comment or say nothing if it's your photo 
it, it, I think it depends on who it was and how much you're commenting throughout the game. Mm. You know, if you're good friends with them, comment. But if you're not and you haven't been commenting on many, I wouldn't. I think you just need to, yeah, take a sense of what's happening because some made sense to, that they kept commenting, like Gemma commented on everyone. Yeah. Uh, whereas other ones didn't really. Um. So then Dorothy Scott drew a picture of Tally. Really ugly pic. Oh, uh, her teeth looked awful. <laughs> there was like fish everywhere. She looked like she was addicted to meth. <laughs> I know. And she just like fell asleep in the swamp. <laughs> yeah. And that was also her dinner. She was just like chewing on the fish. <laughs> um, but I kind of think as well, and maybe it's just me, but I think the original players, would they have drawn that considering what she kind of went through mm. with the cloning? So would that automatically make you think... It's two, one of the two new ones. But obviously, Tally can still be real. Even yeah. Though it could still be fake. Yeah, no, that's what I kind of thought. I was like, uh, you know, he's he's losing out in the information that happened before he got there, all right? And, like, Tally, her assumptions are all right. She just has, just she doesn't know that they're catfishes and actually that it's Scott that drew that. It was one of the new boys. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, she is, she is smart. And it's funny that, that hatred she has for Felix that's blossoming. Oh, I know. Like it's real hatred. And I actually felt I was, I actually felt bad. I was like, no, because I really like this Felix character and where it's going. So I was like, oh no, don't blame Felix. <laughs> no, like I was like, I love the drama of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like pretty much we'll, we'll get to that because because uh, the last picture was Manrika's picture of Gemma, and it was this huge snake, double headed snake, and a um, shit spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a shit spoon because that's that's a well-known phrase <laughs> yeah. uh, and a shit stirrer and that caused loads of controversy um people were pretty pretty mad about that Gemma it didn't was know probably what a to bit say mean God spirited i mean you could call someone a cat snake a, a cat snake a catfish without telling them that they talk shit all the time it, yeah it, i think it went too far and i think it, it's funny as we look at talk about the circle as it's progressing as a format is it kind of reflecting the internet when it all started nicely and now it's just all breaking into trolling? Like, whenever they get any opportunity, are they just going to start trolling each other? <laughs> Probably. This is the evolution and just how fast it's moving. Yeah, Series By 5, end, someone's just... going to get doxxed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then it's just like sending viruses to each yeah. other and like... Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought it went too far. And I think, you know, whether that's a catfish or it's not people are in a room on their own for like a long mm. period of time and it's a stressful situation and do you really want to be that mean and add to it but i mean i don't think there's anything wrong calling out somebody as a catfish or being genuine or even like freddie saying that kate sits on the fence or even some was it james who said about woody being a catfish or something like that i think that's fine it was just the the, the talking shit was probably a bit mean spirited yeah saying. and i think just drawing this huge like double-headed snake mm. um yeah, it's very Taylor you, Swift though, so I was I very Taylor. Yeah. There's gonna be an album coming out. Yeah. I would buy Manrika's album yeah, to be me fair. Too. I think it'd be like it'd be full of bops. Oh, we'll be like yeah, Bollywood, yeah, we contemporary pop would be fun. And like yeah, it'd be dancey. Like it'd be mm. stuff you'd want to go to the pub, like to yeah. the the pub, the the club. Yeah, <laughs> I'd take either at this point. Whatever they are. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then it went into. So Tally was convinced that it was definitely Felix because it looked like a boy's drawing. He, they hadn't talked much um, and she just doesn't really have a good feeling for him. So she's like, I need to go tell Manrika, go straight into it. No, like, hey girl, hey geezer girl, none of the formalities. It's like, <laughs> I think Felix uh, drew that and I think you should watch out for him. 
And then she's like, oh, I went straight in there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No filter. Um, it's probably the longest exchange we've seen in this season outside of the influencer chat. Yes. I thought the same thing. I was like, God, they're letting this go on for ages. I was loving mm. it. It was really interesting. All right. And uh, it's hard to know, like, tally, that they're both determined that they're right. And not, they're not really seeing the other person's point of view, I suppose, was one way of viewing it. Yeah, I think the problem is, and obviously there's way more happening than we know about. Hmm. I think Manrika feels that. Gemma and Tally have had way more conversations and Gemma is really influencing Tally when in reality I think it's all in Manrika's head yeah but she is right that Tally is favouring Gemma all of a sudden and Manrika doesn't like that like it's not a master plan from Gemma to sow the seeds of Felix but there was that public back and forth between the two of them and because Tally was already on Gemma's side of Cal reinforced that but I don't see why Manrika couldn't just say it like Tally's being, you know, balls out saying, Felix, why couldn't Manrika say it back? And I feel like they've talked about it in the past, mm. you know. Like, they've definitely talked about it. They don't really trust Gemma. And, but now they've kind of a bit better. Like, all Manrika has to say is, I still don't know if I trust Gemma th- or Gemma yeah. that much. And the way to spin it is being like, oh, thanks for that. You know, I was wondering myself, thanks for the heads up. I actually feel the same with you and Gemma. Let's make sure that, you know, no one else gets between us two. Let's say geezer girls for life. We need to get to the final. Let's, you know, fuck Felix, fuck Gemma. <laughs> Keep it the two of us together. And even if she doesn't believe it, that would have got into Tally's head that Gemma is a is no and reinforced that, that bond there. But she lost her cool. And I think that, that prevented her from thinking as strategically as she can. Yeah, yeah, she did. And obviously then, that had consequences, as we found out in the ratings. I know. So, Manrika puts... When she first put Andy first, I was like, oh, that's quite surprising, but I get it. And then, when it kind of resulted in then that she actually put Tally last. Mm. I get her rationale. Yeah, me too. But still... I don't know if I could do that to somebody that was like, I was meant to be that close. I put them middle of the road, but never last. I, I think that was I think, too far. I think this shows how much of a strategic genius is because she's like, I don't need her to be high because she, but I need her to be here. She'll be in my back. She's got my back. I think it was fine. And even though, you know, we'll eventually find out Tally's up for you know, blocking. I don't think anyone needs to be worried. Dorothy is on her way home. <laughs> I know like because everyone was so shocked like Dorothy you might all pack your bags yeah Zimmer frame off darling like she doesn't have a chance but yeah I actually I actually look okay yeah it's shady and she people I've seen a lot of negativity over on Twitter being like you know you're saying no one's going to get it between you but you've put her last but I get it she's trying to protect her two strongest assets and Tally was going to remove one of them and she needs to keep them both. I think that's perfectly fine. Fair. Yeah. But also I think weirder things have happened. They both still have 24 hours to turn it around. Mm. Like we're all ready to say goodbye to Dot, but maybe it could be Tally. But like, look who's making the decision. Like Vitun is going to get rid of Dot, surely. Uh, uh, Andy will keep Tally. Saeed will keep Tally. Manrika will keep Tally. Gemma will keep Tally. Felix might keep Dot, possibly. Yeah. So That's fair. Yeah. She's not a hope in hell. Yeah. Not a hope in hell. So as a reward then for 
the pictures? Was it the reward for the pictures or for writing? Just they got another yeah, reward they, that they, they were like, to... We have another fifteen minutes left in this episode. Let's uh, drag it out by taking another photo. <laughs> put up your put up your new photos, which is great because I I kind of yes. missed that in the celebrity mm. one where they only had one photo for the whole game. Um, I thought it was really good that they got to put up another one. Um, so what do they put up? Saeed put up a picture with his wife. Well, fake wife. Yeah. So that's. Is that actual Uncle Saeed's wife or is that somebody who he said is pretending to be his wife in these photos? I was confused. He's pretending to be the, uh, his wife in these photos. But he also said she has a big part to play. Yeah. So I'm like, is is, is her part coming? Yeah. Is, it, is there going to be like a huge storyline about this? Is he a master producer that he's like, okay, you'll wait till week three, we'll crack out the wife storyline. Because he seems to have it all thought out. This is why he came and he started integrating in England. Really interesting. Very interesting. Um, then Andy put up a real like I'm sitting at my desk I'm a, <laughs> I'm a businessman yeah that would have turned me off Andy I feel that was a bit of a, a bit of a brag I didn't like that one also no. who has so much timber around their desk that's a like why do you need a desk that size like, <laughs> was James it a marble was... top desk with timbers around I don't know it just it, was, it wasn't nice and then James was like Oh, he's making really good money with a desk that size. Because, you know, the size of your desk equates how much money you make. (laughs) Obviously. And how much work you do. You need a huge (laughs) desk when you do a lot of work. Well, the desk was empty as well. So obviously it doesn't do a tap. But I just Tally saw that. She was like, he just looks so down to earth. I was like, that's not what that picture says at all, Tally. (laughs) Yeah, he looks down to earth because he looks just like crowded by this huge (laughs) desk. It looks like he's in a coffin with all that timber. Bless him. Then Tally, Tally's pictures, I thought all options were a big no for me. So I could be sexy Tomb Raider. I could be sexy yeah. on the quad. Or I could be, what was the other, some other sexy costume? Oh, I can't remember. But like, was there a whole thing coming into this be like, people don't like people who are sexy online. So I'm just going to be myself and just show my personality. And then we're all two pictures in and she's like, okay, time to get the hips out. Okay, I'm sick of this. People need to see this body. I mean, she looked great, but I think there's always an issue if you can't see someone's face because you they you you don't get to know them and you're not letting them in. No, so you need that to be was to connect with them. Yeah, absolutely. That was a swing and a miss from Tally because she didn't tell anybody anymore. I think so. Um, Dot then put up an old picture with her husband. Very cute. Yeah, th- this was fun. But she needs to be drafting the narrative around this photo now. This has been like, oh, this is when I met my husband, you know, two months after I shifted John Lennon. You know, get that narrative out there, Dot, to save yourself. Yeah, what's the story behind the picture? Tell yeah. us more. Yeah, absolutely. Felix put up a beautiful picture of him topless. Again, this is a bit of a tally, though. Like, I think that was also a bit of a swing and a miss because, I mean, we know you're good looking. Tell us a bit more about yourself. Like, if, was there... Uh, a picture of him showing that he can speak Russian or something like it didn't tell us any more of the photo it just no, got Manrika like hot under the collar for a few girls will find it hot other girls will just be like oh the state of him most guys would be like what is he doing putting that up mm. um, yeah it could have went really but it could have backfired on him a lot yeah Vitam as well being on a camel I don't know would people be like against animal cruelty I think it's cute that he's on a camel, but I mean, I don't think camp. I think that's necessarily cruel, is it? I don't really know a lot. Like, are they not just horses in different parts of the world? You know the way they're kind of like you know the way like we've horses here, but they're like on streets and treat it really badly because mm. they just have like loads of people on them all day. I think <laughs> it's kind of the same as that in some places. Yeah. Um, and then the last one was Manrika put up a picture with a wee dad. 
Yeah, that's nice. And again, I suppose but, that tied into her narrative and that can progress her, her narrative too. So that makes sense. Did Gemma yeah. put up another photo? She did. Her selfie. Oh, the nurse one. Yes. Yeah, that's actually a good one because that actually showed like her... I actually got an idea of what the girl was supposed to look like. Yeah, but I also kind of know that you see her... Like, you know her personality is not like James. Yes, that is I also think she'd true. be like really sweet and like... Like she looks like a girl who would go to the local GAA match and she'd support the local team and she'd know all the local team, but she wouldn't have kissed any of them. No, no. And she'd help them out. Like she'd be like, do you want me to sell a lot of tickets this weekend? Or, you know, she'd always give a hand. She would. Yeah. She'd pop up to your granny to drop up some like brownies. You know, she, she, you'd walk up to your granny. She'd be there chatting to your granny. Like she's like real sort of the earth, real sort of local town girl. Really nice. Great. Yeah, not what James is portraying. No. I don't think. <laughs> so straight away after the reward, we found out that the ratings were results were not going to be how they usually are. It's not going to be, you know, from sixth place to influencers. It's going to be just the bottom two. And they're the only two are, are at risk of being blocked. And the rest of the players have the power to pick one. And it's obviously Dot and Tally. Do you think this was always the plan or do you think this was created to, you know, sort of poke the fire of the Manrique Tally feud? I thought the exact same thing. I was like, I wonder was this in their back pocket for a time like this and then they moved it up to today or was it always planned and it's Mm. some weird coincidence? Yeah, I think it's interesting how they didn't show one to five. That's what I thought. Like, I would have done like first you know and kept that suspense of being mm. like oh my god who who narrowly missed it yeah it just felt like here it is dot and tally the end because who, like, who if we were to speculate of one to five who would you say like i would say felix is five i would say Viton is four yes i would say Said, andy and manrique are the top three me too i think i think manrique and andy would have kept it again I actually, I would, I was actually gonna say Saeed and Andy were probably influencers. Oh. Because Manrika dropped points from Gemma. Oh, she did. Yes. Um. Um. So they've only twenty four hours. I think we both are in agreement that it will be dot. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. There would have to be some twist. Now, to be fair, I was, I was confident as that Gemma was going to get blocked two days ago, but alas, here we are. But yeah, I was, like shocked that was Billy. I was like what yeah such a confusing choice um but yeah i know i think it like it has to be dorothy you know no one I, only person like i said who might save her is felix and and if he goes last i think he'll save tally because he doesn't want to look like the other one out yeah i agree speaking of billy let, let's have our chat with him now so we're gonna break for a little minute and here is our interview with recently blocked player billy <laughs> Billy Dawson, thank you so much for joining us on the Circle Unofficial podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. How are it's you? Good. Great. It seems mad that, you know, in our heads, you've literally just left the circle. But of course, it was months ago. Yeah, you've probably just been waiting for this moment to happen. Yeah, no, honestly, I've just been sitting there like, you know, is it today? Is it tomorrow? You know, is it this day, this day? And I'm just now it's like, oh, relax, done. relax. Yeah. So let's take it back to the very start. What made you enter the circle? I, I just loved it. I, I must admit, I missed the first series um, and I started watching on the second and I just instantly was like, oh my word, this is brilliant. 
Um, and I fell in love with it. I was literally, I must have been like this close to the screen every day it was on, like as close as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I just thought, why, why not apply? See what happens. If it, if it comes to it, then it comes to it. But, um, and then, yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, if you're not so in, many you can't down win. The line. So you said you only started watching the series last year, was it, for season two? Yeah, series two. And from watching like series two to actually being inside the circle, what were kind of like the biggest differences or what was like the biggest shock for you? The biggest shock? Uh, I don't really know. I feel like, because obviously when you're watching it, it's just so weird because you sit there and you think, yeah, I'd know that. Yeah, he said that. I'd know that. I'd know what he's doing. I know he's a catfish. I'd know. And then you're actually there and you're just like, what is going on? So I mean, my biggest, I was, I wasn't even worried about catfishes. I was just worried about turning the oven on and feeding myself, <laughs> making sure I was drinking enough, you know, wearing clean clothes every day, turning the shower on was more of a mission. But yeah, no, it's just, it's crazy. It is crazy. Task number one: stay alive. Everything else is pretty much a win. Yeah. Feed yourself. Yeah. Make sure you're still alive. I forgot I was even on the circle. I thought I was on a show with Bear Grylls. <laughs> Extreme survival. <laughs> Extreme survival in a flat in Manchester with Billy. <laughs> with Billy. And did you ever consider being a catfish or were you always going to go in as yourself? When I was watching it, obviously you think, oh, catfish is quite a good dynamic. You can be whoever you want to be. But then as soon as I actually sat down and probably thought about it, it was like, no, I've got to be myself. I've got to be myself. And I, I said, like, if you give me 100 goes at the show, 100 times I'd pick myself. Because I'm just, now I can look back and go, I can't go, I wish I did that, I wish I did this, I wish I said this, because I was myself. So if I didn't do what I did, then I wouldn't be being true to me. I'd be lying, you know. And if I was a catfish, I'd sit there and go, oh, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I say that? Why didn't I lie about that? And sort of critiquing myself. But yeah, no, I did myself. I'm more than happy I did myself. Yeah, and I think when you went in, you were automatically one of like my faves. I was like, he's going to be in there till the end. He's such a nice guy. He's going to get on with everyone. Were you shocked that you kind of left so early or did you have any expectations? I mean, obviously, it's always in your head. You're like, right, I'm going to make it to the end. I'm going to do it. I'm going to win it. I'm going to win it. And then as the days go by, I was obviously second in the first ratings, which was obviously a massive win. Didn't even have to pick who went out, even better. Um, and then come bo- joint bottom in the second one, panic starts coming in you think oh is that tactics or is that actually just people just really don't like me and then again you come last and it's like what am I doing wrong what have I done like you know sitting there thinking did I say something wrong and then I'm sort of just like something's going on here and then while the time when it come up blocked I was just I was shocked not because I thought I'm better than everyone but just because I think anyone's shocked when you get blocked because you're just like I really didn't prepare myself for that. And speaking of the kind of the blocking moment, what was going through your head when you realised there was a secret mission behind it all? It was actually quite relaxing. I actually quite preferred the fact that someone was, their, their mission was to get me blocked. I'm, I'm more happy than actually it was, they just didn't like me. Yeah. Because in a way, like, I'm sort of just sitting there thinking, they might not have thought that if he didn't plant that seed in their head. So maybe if there wasn't a mission, I would have gone further. So it was like a, whoo, you know, maybe I'm not so bad after all sort of thing. It's a good way of being like, oh, no, that's definitely the reason I went. It's not because of me. It's all because of James. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just sitting there, like, packing up my bags, going, oh, yeah, I would never have gone otherwise. Never have gone. But, yeah. And when you, you were obviously there packing your bags and you had a few people in your head who you thought the assassin was going to be, who were some of those people? And obviously Gemma wasn't really one of them, was she? No. The people I immediately like, written off was Vifan being the assassin, uh, Gemma, and obviously like the newbies, the yeah. uh, Dot and Felix. I was like, listen, it can't be them. And I'm sitting there thinking, could it be Mamrika? What have I done to Mamrika? And it's like, Tally, I mean, I did say she should go home, <laughs> which obviously, oh no. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, yeah, she should go home, so maybe it could have been her. And then Andy, I'm like, I feel like I've done all right with Andy. I'm quite close with him, and I hadn't spoke to Saeed, and it was just all these different things, and I just thought, right, let's not get worked up about it. Let's not overthink all this rubbish and carry on, yeah. Just go. So the moment that you walk through the door... I don't know, like, to put myself into your shoes, it's like, there's dogs, it's a new apartment, there's this huge six-foot man, like, everything you thought has just been turned on its head. You must have been mm. shocked. I was just, I knocked, on a, I knocked on the door, and I was expecting some, you know, not a little, little lady, but a little whatever, normal-sized woman, average size, with a little cute dog called Smudge, and I opened the door, and two massive bulldogs were there. Or, and I'm just, and my first thought was, there ain't even a bloke or a woman in here. The dogs are actually just, just playing me like Kipper. The dogs have just been chatting to everyone for the last couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> Barking at the telly. And I'm thinking, what is going on here then? And then all of a sudden, like you say, just absolute, just a god comes around the corner with his massive dressing gown on, hood up, head down. You can't even, I didn't even see he had eyes. At this point, I'm thinking, what on earth is in front of me? You know, kind of sees like, hoods up. And I think, oh, my word. And he just got close. The closer he got, the more I just looked up. It's like the bigger he got. I'm sure when he's standing in front of me, he was about nine feet tall. Yeah. Honestly, he... I, I'm sure a little bit of wee come out. <laughs> you just got looking up and you could kind of even see you were like shaking a little bit, whether out of nervousness <laughs> or just like, what yeah, is happening? Yeah, I felt like I was shaking a lot. And you probably, because like you have a dog at home and you brought in your mm. little momentum of your dog, you were probably just mostly angry that they had dogs. James could have brought in his and you didn't have yours. Yeah. yeah no, I, it, I walked in, it was nice, because obviously I have two dogs at home. So it was like, oh, I've missed the dogs. And then I walked in there and then I just see the two dogs. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have brought my dog. Yeah. That would be so... She could have just played for me like his dogs played for him. No. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, it was like, oh, it was just... It's just so weird because it was the exact opposite of what I expected. Yeah, that's the circle, full of surprises. Yeah. And from watching it back, what other, even outside of your own kind of gameplay, what else were you kind of shocked about within the game? Things that happened or people who they are? Uh, it's hard to explain because obviously when you're there, you're just thrown in the deep end. And it's like, listen, go figure it out yourself. Go on, you figure it out. And it's like day one, you'll be doing things. And then by day six, you'll be like, oh, I ain't doing that again. That was silly. Why did I do that? And it's like you've, all, you've just constantly got to be adapting. Then you've got all the games and you're playing the games and you're sitting there trying to write down who said what, how they said it, does it sound right like their player. And it's just, it, it's so much to take in. And at the same time, you're trying to play like players myself and I'm trying to put myself across and sell myself. And it's just pff, all at once. <laughs> It's yeah. a lot. 
it, it's it's tough in there. Like it looks tough because you're constantly, you know, on the go and stuff. And looking back on it, do you have any regrets? Is there anything you would change? No, I, I honestly, I look back and I think I'm happy with everything I did. There's not like another thing I'd change. Because I, if, I if I changed it, then I wouldn't have been myself. Honestly, you can look back and people might be like, I wish I spoke to them. I wish I spoke to him, uh, it. And it's just like, I'm, I'm happy with who I spoke to, the conversation I had, what I said, the games. Um, yeah, I, I don't really regret anything. And um, what, what do you think was the point that, you know, people all thought you were your mom? I don't know, because we, we are know. so different. In real life, if me and my dad are out, everyone goes, everyone thinks me and my dad are brothers, which is obviously a big deal for him and not so much of a big deal for me. <laughs> oh, I'd say he loves us. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes his head is so big, he struggles to walk out of shops. It's bad. Um, and yeah, and then for me to go in there and it'd be like, everyone thinks I'm my mum, I'm just like, what? And then you're questioning everything you say, you're like, does that sound like my mum? Is that something my mum would say? And uh, yeah, it just makes you second guess everything. Yeah, because like, I couldn't see either of, you know, what was that point? But it's difficult when you're a viewer because you have the visual and you have the writing. So you're never going to really think that you're a catfish, but obviously on the inside. Mm. And then that just kind of took off um, and kind of was why James chose you to, to, to block. My mum ruined it for me. Yeah. She wasn't even mom. there and she's messing with me life, eh? And <laughs> <laughs> um, what's a typical circle viewing night in your house? Did you watch it with your family? Did you, well, I know now you can't really watch it with many people, but did you kind of make an event of it each night? Yeah, no, we, it was every night. Because I, I, I work really early, like, so I'm up at about four o'clock normally every day. So, yeah, great. No, yeah, I know. And uh, so waking up, staying up till about 11 o'clock, was an absolute shock to the system. I was like, what is going on here then? But I'd, I'd be sitting there and my mum would be coming upstairs going, you awake? And I'd go, yeah, 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 I'm awake. And then we'd all sit around the telly and me, my mum, my dad and we'd watch it. And I'd sit there like this, knowing what's going to happen, but still like, oh my word. And they'd be absolutely pissing themselves. But yeah, no, it was good watching it all together. At least you could watch it like you've nothing to be embarrassed about. No. You know, you could really watch it with pride, especially with your parents. Some others maybe not suitable TV with their parents. Some of the things they said. <laughs> yeah. <maybe not. laughs> and who do you want to win? I feel like it's pretty obvious. I mean, I'm yeah. my main man, Vifan, to win. I'm team Vifan till the end. I know, he's so great. And, I you know, obviously... Love him. In typical years, you're all in there together, so you can't really talk about the show while it's on. Do you have that relationship with Vitam now? Are you kind of texting away while you were watching it? Oh, yeah. I look at my phone and it's a message from Vitham, or I'll make sure I'm messaging him. And I feel like, sometimes I feel like I'm pestering him, and like he'll, he'll read it and then not reply, and I'm like sending voice notes. Do you not like me anymore? Do you not like me? Vitham, <laughs> like me again, please. Yeah, Vitham, please. I'll cry, <laughs> Vitham. <laughs> Alert, be my friend. Take me back. <laughs> and obviously, trainers are a huge part of your life. Uh, you know, you've started doing, do you, you showcase them on Instagram, a different pair every day. How many pairs did you bring into the circle? Oh, it was a shame. It was a shame because I said, they said one bag limit. I was fuming. I, honestly, oh. I could have filled up a bag of trainers. And I'm sitting there the night before getting all the trainers out thinking, right, 
take, oh, I could take this pair. Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll take this one, we'll take this one. And it's just like, they say, no, one bag. My mum's like, listen, you're only be able to fit about five pairs in. And I'm like, what? I, oh, honestly, I, I was fuming. So, yeah, I only took about five or six pairs in. Which I can just annoying. imagine you going in with this, like, huge coat and you just open it up and it just, all these trainers fall everywhere. <laughs> Empty the back, unzip it, and then just tip it out onto the bed. It's just covered. No clothes, just sneakers. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you think makes a good circle contestant? So for people that, you know, want to enter maybe next year, what advice would you give to them? Really think it through. Like, not the, not the process of thinking, do I want to go on it? But if you do want to go on it, think it right through, you know, how are you going to play it? Who are you going to talk to? Who are you going to be? Um, and if you are being a catfish, you know, you've seen it. The most successful people have got it down to a T with being a catfish. They know exactly what they're doing. Um, but if you are yourself, I would just stay, stay, true, stay true to yourself. I mean, obviously, yeah. I, I say that, but it didn't do me too well. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, stay true to yourself. And, and, I mean, I don't look back with any regrets. So I hope that anyone else that tries, picks themselves won't. Yeah, and I'd hope so, you know, and I think for a lot of the kind of circle contestants, like it is quite a good, like, you know, people, there isn't a whole lot of negativity. And I know some fans kind of jumping at a bit, but essentially, you know, you're not being, do, you're not made to do stuff that's really bad. It's a nice show. It's, you know, you just want to be popular. Um, so it's definitely a good one to do, but do your research, which a lot of people don't. What's that, sorry? Um, no, I didn't need a last bit of that. Yeah, you'd need to do your research before the circle, for sure. And you talk about, so you are a sports marketing manager, um, so that's still what you're doing now. Um, tell us a bit more about what you do in your job. Yeah, so I, sports marketing manager, it sounds a lot posher than it really is. Um, we, we, I, just, I, I, am a, I work in sales, we sell sports marketing um, within all the biggest sporting clubs across the globe. Um, I absolutely love it. The hours are a bit long. If I had to say one bad thing, the hours are a bit long. Mm -hmm. um, wish I could do, you know, 12 till 2 or something like that. You know, it's just a suggestion. Same. I might go out there and suggest that, send that in an email. I so think, if you see you know, me on the side of the road in London begging for a new job, everyone knows why. That would be why. That. <laughs> just like asking people to sign your, uh, sign your thing about reducing working hours 12 to 2 every day. I'd sign it. Yeah, I'm going to start it right now for the Sorry. people. I'm going to go on strike until it happens. There will be a link to the petition along with this yeah. podcast once it goes live. <laughs> Everyone can sign it because I also yeah. just want to work from 12 to 2 every day. Um, brilliant. Well, it's great to have you on the show. Like we were huge fans. I think, yeah, you were one of our favorites and I think we just didn't get to see enough of you. But that's just, mm. you know, the name of the game, I think. Um, and what a way to go out, you know, what a storyline to go oh, out yeah. on is to have this huge guy being an assassin pretending to be Gemma. It's TV gold. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much, Billy, and take care. And thanks again for doing it. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much, Billy, for joining us on the podcast. Apologies about the, the sound on that one. You know, working from home, connections, pandemics, coronavirus got into my computer and damaged it. I, I pick, pick any of those excuses. But it was a great chat, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. No, Billy's always great. 
You know, went too soon, went too soon. Went too soon, yeah. So I think tomorrow there's going to be a really big cliffhanger. They always do that on a, on a Friday night just mm. to keep your suspense till Sunday. But actually it's not on this Sunday, so it won't be back on our screens till Monday. What? I know, some pff, racing car driving <laughs> shite. Sport is the worst. Sport is the worst. <laughs> so that's going to be on Sunday. So we'll be left hanging for two days. And I think but they're going to know that. what's the cliffhanger going to be, though? So Dorothy will get blocked next week and she'll go and she'll visit somebody. Surely. Yeah. And then what happens? I don't know. The circle's full of twists and turns. I think, yeah, there could be something coming. I think maybe Tally might get a task. There could be an extra blocking tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe they... Well, when's it going to be finished? Is it next Friday? Friday the... April 9th. Oh, okay. So we have two more weeks to go. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say maybe the other five then, like it reveals who one to five are in the top two influencers and they block a second person. But probably not at this point. Maybe not. No, I think there's still a couple left. It kind of feels like it it would be done soon, but no. And Mm. I still think it's shorter than it was last year. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I suppose like there's only really been one batch of new contestants, right? Yeah. So And not that many gone. There's only really been three gone so far. Yeah. Yolanda, yeah. Billy and Millie and Penny? Jamie. Yeah. They were I shite. Yeah. Oh, I know. But I really <laughs> I wanted them to be good. Yeah, they would have been good if they were good. I'd I like another like duo be... again. Yeah. I feel like they'd be really good at like goggle box or something. Mm, yeah, absolutely. You know, they just they have like a good thing, but just not for the circle. Yeah. Um, no. But thank you so much, Keen, for joining us. Um, no tell us about anything that you're up to that you want to plug. Yeah. So if you are a reality TV fan and you also enjoy RuPaul's Drag Race, I do a weekly podcast on RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, we've just wrapped up Drag Race UK. We still have an old schlag with Drag Race US that we're going on for season 13. So you can find us at Stacey That Pod on Instagram and you can find the podcast wherever you find this podcast. And like you mentioned it earlier, like if you think we work hard doing a podcast every night, <laughs> you guys work way harder and it seems like you're never actually going to ever stop working with international all-stars mm. all-stars spain <clears throat> uk canada there's just yeah. it's, rupaul's live it never stops rupaul's las vegas there's just it's non-stop it is non-stop but at least it's only one or two times a week you know yeah you, you're up late every night i don't know how, how you'd be able for that like this felt like a night out to me getting to stay up past 11 o'clock all the coffee literally <laughs> yeah. all the coffee uh, even that i was like i'll have a green tea that'll keep me going <laughs> that's all it takes <laughs> just and just like even a few subs yeah. like oh that's loads man just yeah a drop of caffeine Done. on the tongue i'll be like oh, i'll be wired oh. till two <laughs> never sleep again <laughs> okay we'll be back tomorrow and patty will be will return yay, yay. bye-bye <laughs>